Hello, smarty listeners. This message goes out to all the teachers, principals, teacher's assistants, and school librarians. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do as educators. To show our gratitude for all your hard work, long hours, and dedication to teaching, we are now offering free Who Smarted Plus subscriptions for all educators. That's right. You can now play Who Smarted without any ads or interruptions in your classroom to help make learning fun and keep the smarting going during break times, lunch times, or anytime. Who Smarted can even be used to satisfy some common core curriculum or as part of assignments or lessons. If you are an educator, just go to whosmarted.com and click educators. And smarty pants and smarty parents, please feel free to let your teachers know about this. Again, that's whosmarted.com. Click educators for free subscriptions to Who Smarted Plus. Let's all get smarted together. Hey, parents. Are you looking for ways to take care of your own mental health while caring for those around you? If so, check out How to Be a Better Human. Each week on How to Be a Better Human, comedian Chris Duffy sits down with an expert to talk about the realistic and often unexpected ways that you can improve your life. This show has everything from an episode with Dr. Becky about how to repair relationships when you've made a mistake to how to set boundaries both with your kids and your parents and even a deep dive on why it's okay for your house to be messy sometimes if you're feeling overwhelmed. And more great episodes come out every Monday. Find out how to be a better human wherever you get your podcasts. Psst, hey, smarty pants. I'm standing on the banks of a famous lake in Scotland called Loch Ness. Does that ring any bells? Any idea why this lake's so famous? Did you say the Loch Ness Monster? That's right. But guess what? I'm actually not here to see old Nessie. I'm here to see something else. No, not Bigfoot. I'm here for something more exciting. Wait, could that be? There she is. Yes, why, it's a unicorn. Ain't she beautiful? Oh, brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> wow, everyone's getting emotional over a unicorn. Oh, and I should let you in on the fact that it's not a real unicorn. It's just a statue of a unicorn. Oh, Lily, she's very real to us. The unicorn is a treasure for all the Scottish people. It's one of our national symbols. The unicorn is a national symbol of Scotland? Why would a mythical, magical white horse with a long horn represent Scotland? Bigfoot, do you know? What about you, Loch Ness Monster? How about you, Smarty Pants? Do you know why the unicorn is the national symbol for Scotland? Or why the shamrock is the national symbol for Ireland? Or why the bald eagle represents the United States? Why do we even have national symbols in the first place? It's time for another whiff of science and history on Who Smarted? Who Smarted? Who Smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun on Who Smarted? Okay, smarty pants. Raise your hands if you knew the unicorn is Scotland's national animal. Hmm, I see a few, but not many. Turns out, 
unicorns have been the national symbol of Scotland for hundreds of years. They first appeared on a Scottish royal coat of arms, which is a symbol representing a king or queen. Historians say the Scots took a liking to the unicorn's reputation for being courageous, strong, and selfless. From ancient times to modern day, symbols have been used to help groups of people identify themselves. You've probably noticed some of these symbols yourself. Maybe your school has a mascot. The tigers. The bears. The banana slugs. Or if you're into sports, your favorite team identifies itself with a symbol, like a bird. Go Cardinals, Eagles, Hawks, Falcons, Orioles, Blue Jays, Ravens, Seahawks, Pelicans, and Penguins. World religions also have symbols, like the Jewish star, the Christian cross, and the Muslim crescent. Ah. These symbols mean something to the groups they represent, and people of different backgrounds, lifestyles, and families feel a sense of connection because they all share a group identity as represented by that symbol. And in some cases, that group is a country. Tell me, what symbols represent your country? Shout out a few. I heard some animals, some buildings, and even some monuments, like the Liberty Bell for the USA. England's Big Ben Clock Tower. And France's Eiffel Tower. Yep, those are all national symbols. And a big one, of course, is flags. Historians believe flags were invented in ancient times, either in China or India, and were originally used by troops in warfare. Charge! Centuries later, during the Middle Ages and Renaissance, Europeans developed the first flags to represent nations. In fact, the oldest flag still in use today belongs to a country in Europe. Can you guess which it is? Is it A, Greece? B, Italy? Or C, Denmark? The answer is C, Denmark. Adopted in the mid-1300s, Denmark's flag consists of a white cross on a red background. Like with most flags, the colors and images represent things that are important to the country's people. To the Danes, the red symbolizes courage and strength, while the white stands for peace and truth. The cross is for Christianity, the major religion in Denmark. Now think about your own flag. Do you know what its images and colors symbolize? If not, ask for help looking it up later. Like Scotland, many countries also have national animals. They try to pick animals with qualities that represent how they think of themselves as a country. But unlike Scotland's unicorn, most of these animals are real. In fact, our next guest is an animal that is so popular, more than 20 countries have it as a national symbol. Can you guess what it is? Here's a hint. That's right. It's the king of the jungle, the lion. Please welcome my friend, Leo. Thank you. You're too kind. 
I could just eat you all up. Seriously. <laughs> so tell me, Leo, what makes you such a popular choice for a national symbol? Why wouldn't we be? Lions are known for possessing superior qualities like strength, agility, courage, and uh, pride. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to be a lion? That's why I'm a national symbol of countries like England, Ethiopia, Iran, Bermuda, Afghanistan, Cameroon. <laughs> Yoo-hoo! Over here. Excuse me? Uh, who's talking? It's me, under the desk. I, I was wondering if it's my turn to speak. Um, sorry, we weren't expecting another guest. Oh, should the lion leave? <laughs> I beg your pardon? Uh, who are you? I'm going to be a new national symbol someday. You? You must be joking. Uh, no offense, but you're not exactly a typical symbol. Hey, there's no such thing as a typical symbol. Anything can be a symbol. But you're a piece of chewed bubblegum. Yes, hurry! Gabby Gum's the name. Uh, pleasure to meet you. Look, I hate to break it to you, kid, but nobody's going to want a piece of gum to be their national symbol. Countries prefer animals, like myself, because we carry special meaning. For example, uh, India chose the tiger because of its agility, grace, and enormous power. Australians value progress, moving forward, as they say. So they chose an animal from their country that has trouble going backward. Oh, smarty pants. Can you guess what animal represents Australia? Why? It's the emu. The emu? And the kangaroo. Both struggle to move backward. Plus, these animals are native to Australia, which makes them important to the people there. Uh. It's the same reason the giant panda represents China. The panda is one of the most popular and beloved animals in the world, and China is its home. Okay, but I have qualities people want. I'm strong, flexible, and I'm incredibly loyal. Loyal? Yep, once I'm stuck on you, I'm not going anywhere. Like if I got caught in the lion's fur, I'd be going with him everywhere. Delightful. <laughs> you're also way too small. That's where you're wrong, Mufasa. It's Leo. Whatever. One of the most famous national symbols in the world is the itsy-bitsy little green thing with three leaves. You know what I'm talking about? Smarty Pants, do you know? It's a symbol of a country in Europe. Why, it's the shamrock, representing Ireland. Do you know how the shamrock became Ireland's national symbol? Uh, do tell. Well, legend has it, Ireland's most famous religious leader, none other than St. Patrick, used the shamrock as a symbol when teaching people about Christianity. <sighs> Years later, when the Irish started celebrating St. Patrick's Day, they wanted to wear something to represent him, and lo and behold, it was growing right outside their homes. Over time, this shamrock-wearing tradition grew more popular, and soon it became more than just a religious symbol. It came to represent Ireland itself. Whoa. Now when you think of Ireland, you think of a teeny tiny shamrock. Congratulations, you found one example. 
There's also the maple leaf. Smarty pants, do you know what country has the maple leaf as its symbol? Is it A, Russia, B, Sweden, or C, Canada? Why it's C, Canada? Hundreds of years ago, people living in those parts used the sap of the maple tree as a source of food. When the Europeans settled there, they used the sap to make delicious maple syrup and the most popular sweetener of all, which of course is sugar. The popularity of the maple leaf tree in Canada led to maple leaves appearing on the country's emblems and military uniforms. In 1965, it premiered on Canada's flag, and now it's the Canadian symbol we recognize most. Fine, but most people still prefer animals, like Americans and the powerful bald eagle, which represents freedom and might. Fun fact, if Ben Franklin had it his way, Americans would have a much different bird as a national symbol. Any idea what it was? The answer is right after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL, you don't have to go it alone. iXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies iXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used iXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the IXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because IXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, IXL has you covered. And all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to IXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust IXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up now at IXL.com smarted. Visit IXL.com smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. IXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at IXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, delicious gourmet meals. 
From Calorie Smart to Protein Plus to Vegetarian to Keto Options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code SMARTED50 at factormeals.com slash SMARTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now back to Who's Smarted? Okay, smarty pants. We've been talking about various animals, plants, and even mythical creatures that have come to represent countries as national symbols. But the truth is, there are no rules as to what can become a national symbol. It can be anything, as long as the people of that country connect to it. Even a piece of gum? I connect to a lot of people, especially if they accidentally step on me. Sure, Gabby. Anything's possible. Take the bald eagle, for example. Shortly after the United States became a new nation, Congress asked Secretary Charles Thompson to create a seal or image to represent the country. Thompson crafted one that included an eagle, since eagles had been recognized as symbols of strength since ancient times. But Thompson didn't pick just any eagle. He chose one that originates from North America, one with a connection to the United States. And that's how we ended up with the American bald eagle. But a few years after Congress approved the eagle design, founding father Benjamin Franklin complained about it in a private letter to his daughter. He wrote, I wish the bald eagle had not been chosen as the representative of our country. He's a bird of bad moral character. Ouch. And Franklin added, well, In comparison, the turkey is a much more respectable bird. Although a little vain and silly, he's a bird of courage. Wait, wait. The symbol of America was almost the turkey? Yes and no. Even though Franklin felt this way in private, he didn't oppose the eagle in public. So while this is a fun rumor, the turkey wasn't really close to becoming America's national symbol. Just like no new country would ever choose a piece of gum as their national symbol. If anything, they'd pick a lion like me. Why? People enjoy chewing gum more than hanging around mean lions like you. That may be true. In fact, in America, September 30th is National Chewing Gum Day. So even if you don't become a national symbol, Gabby, you're still a national treasure. Ha! Chew on that, lion! Did you know World Lion Day is August 10th? Looks like you just burst Gabby's bubble. A big shout out to Smarty Pants Roman, Smarty Pants in Training Enzo, and Smarty Mom Gabriella in Ridgewood, Queens, New York. We're so happy to have you smarting with us on your Yoto player every morning before school. Thanks for being part of our Smarty family. This episode, National Symbols, was written by Dave Beaudry and voiced by Taya Garland, Max Kamaski, Brandon Bayless, Adam Tex Davis, and Jerry Colbert. 
Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This is an Atomic Entertainment production.